0: You're listening to Beyond the Jargon, a jargon-free look at graduate students and their research journey here at UVic. I'm very happy to have my guest in the studio today, Chong soo Kim, who's a political science PhD student here at UVic, um, studying the role of social movements and democracy in South Korea and Taiwan by conducting interviews with citizens. This is really interesting. Um, Also, you're a recipient of the 2013 Vanier Canada Scholarship. So welcome and thank you for being here today.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Um, Let's talk about your research. What, uh, why did you come to this and what made you want to study this?
1: So I was an uh, activist uh, mm-hmm. in South Korea, and I was deeply engaged in the student movement in the nineteen eighties. And so, and so one of the, my uh, focus uh, for the past years was the, how social movements uh, contributed to the democratization in East Asian countries. And so, and after. The student student movements, I also uh, worked as uh, a social movement activist in Korea and also in in Eastern Asian areas. And then so this kind of experiences, yeah, motivated Mm. me to, yeah.
0: Wow. So how did you become an activist? What made you want to become involved?
1: There is kind of a family background and also kind of... uh, yeah, so social environment. For instance, uh, my parents yeah, both are both workers. Yeah, working yeah, kind of working class, and then so I think it is uh, unfair because uh, they work very hard, but uh, their life situation was uh, I think it's not so terrible, but uh, uh, terrible, and but uh, so. At the time, the government, uh, the South Korean government, the South Korean Taiwan is famous for the economic development and its miracle and so, and strong state and but uh, so there are lots of uh, resistance against the economic exploitation and also environmental disasters and and so on. So and I I was also kind of uh, working class. I stopped uh, studying. So uh, high school because of my so pioneer programs mm-hmm. and then so I worked as a workers and then so finally I decided to go enter the university and then in the university so I met lots of activists who are mm-hmm. uh, you know, deeply engaged in democratic movement in South Korea.
0: How long between um, between high school and uh, and going to university was there a, a long gap while you decided? Uh, just.
1: Uh, just three years, mm-hmm. yeah, just three years, and I worked in a factory, and also yeah, delivered newspapers, and mm-hmm. yeah, and so on, and so on for three years. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I collected lots of experience.
0: Yeah, was there a point while you were doing that where you just thought, okay, I have to go to university now, um, or was it sort of as time passed, you just more and more thought you wanted to go to university? I guess was there any uh, one event that made you want to continue your mm-hmm. studies? Yeah.
1: So, in yeah, especially in East, Asia, East Asian countries, university means a lot, mm-hmm. and so without any uh, so certification of university grade, and there is no uh, future for for you to have kind of yeah decent jobs, mm-hmm. and then so that is one reason, and the other is so I met some of the friends while I was working as a workers, uh, and these are the students activists. They try to raise awareness of uh, workers, and then yeah, so some of uh, them yeah motivated me to study, mm-hmm. so to enter the university, and then so I decided.
0: Yeah. So what did you study when you first went to university?
1: So I at first uh, so studied English language and English literature, mm-hmm. and so because they can so makes. Uh, more money compared to other jobs, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and the other reason was so as you may know that the South Korean so, society is uh, highly so, dominated by Confucian cultures, and then so I want to study history, but uh, my parents <laughs> mm-hmm. forced me to 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 study English mm-hmm. language because uh, that has more future than mm-hmm. than History scholar. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: uh, so, did, you did your degree in English, your undergrad degree in English literature then, in English?
1: Yeah, and so it took for me uh, 17 years to have a uh, grade mm-hmm. because I was expelled two times uh, from the university.
0: Expelled? Why were you expelled? Uh,
1: so, I was deeply engaged in student movement, mm-hmm. and then so I was a kind of there is a str- struggle committee. for for, so mass uprising in 1987 and i was the chair of that movement Mm -hmm. and then so uh, yeah the university was i think under pressure to expel me from the university and then Mm -hmm. after the so the mass uprising in 1987 that was very successful and then so i could go Go back to the university, and Mm -hmm. then after half an hour, they expelled me again. Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) that's very, (laughs) that's pretty quick. And then after sixteen or fifteen or sixteen years later, I so decide to. To study again. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: That's a long gap. What were yeah. you we doing in between?
1: Yeah, in between, I was deeply engaged in social movements, especially for for anti-corruption movement. Mm-hmm. And so this is the well, The organization I was engaged in was kind of uh, international. Uh, so NGO, or so non-governmental mm-hmm. organization, so so related to anti-corruption and transparency, mm-hmm. and so between those years, I was deeply engaged in social movements. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, what kind of work were you doing then when you were working with them? Were you gathering information or interviewing people, or how how did that work with the with the NGO?
1: So there are lots of activities. For instance, you have so you develop kind of a uh, so plans mm-hmm. how to raise awareness of the people and youth, and how, and also there are lots of uh, activities too, to monitor the political the politicians' activities whether they spend the tax right. <laughs> decently or they just uh, hang around and just spend and waste the tax. Uh, and and one of the sort of major major. Uh, activities was how to reform the the government pro- procurement process and because the especially construction and also government procurement there are lots of uh, corruptions mm-hmm. because the for instance east asian countries and there are strong state and strong state means that stro- the state has uh, they control uh, lots of resources and mm-hmm. powers and then so that means there uh, lots of corruptions and scandals. Mm. And so one of the major tasks is to monitor and also propose some kind of alternatives mm. how to reduce the corruption.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How uh, how did it, were you received by, I guess, sort of uh, the community at large that you were living in? You're talking about raising awareness among people. Was it difficult to get people involved in your cause or sympathetic to your cause? Was there resistance there? Or were, did you find that people were sort of embracing what you were doing and happy to see that kind of work?
1: So usually it is not easy, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, so corruption is kind of, uh, there is kind of rhythms, it is kind of uh, seasonal topics because mm-hmm. uh, the every government, uh, when so they begins, when this government begins, they promised the people we want transparency, mm-hmm. then we fight against corruption, and at the time so, so at the beginning of the government, so we so enjoy some kind of <laughs> popularity mm-hmm. uh, because uh, the government promised. But uh, in between, they just uh, so put aside their promises, mm-hmm. and then so yeah, during this period, so the popularity of or the activities of anti-corruption uh, movement is relative uh, low. Mm-hmm. But the, toward the end of the government, they so usually so. Yeah, uh, entangled in corruption scandals, and then, <laughs> so there are lots of demands, <laughs> and this is kind of rhythms. It is yeah, related to the so social and political uh, environment in Asian countries mm-hmm. because of the state and also the corporations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they dominate the society, mm-hmm. and then so the disconnection. We called it uh iron triangle the public officials and politicians and also corporations, there's triangles and Mm -hmm. then the corruption always, yeah, always there. In the Iron (laughs) Triangle, interesting.
0: What did your parents think about all your activism um, as this was going on? Did they support you?
1: My family? Yeah, your family. yeah, my wife was uh also activist. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. therefore yeah, that is the kind of consensus. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and, and my daughter, yeah, so she's somehow proud of me. Yeah. And she yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, she was uh yeah, she was uh, also also Uvixitant. Mm-hmm. But uh uh, she graduated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's now working yeah, as a part-time job in Madrid. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, so yeah, they support me. And my parents, yeah, they were at first uh, against my uh, activities mm. and my engagement in student movement and democratic movement because uh, that means no future. Mm. And, <laughs> <laughs> and but uh, after the, the the democratization, after the the New civic government, yeah, they sum up as, uh, some kind of problem but mm-hmm. uh, there's still uh, problems, lots mm-hmm. of problems in, in in East Asian countries mm-hmm. regarding democratization. Is not a kind of thing; it's kind of process, and so once uh, democracy is achieved, it is not the end of the game that just is kind of just beginning of the game
0: what you're studying now is sort of like an extension of or how that how that game continues on now um is that sort of part of what you're looking at uh with these social movements now
1: yeah right Mm -hmm. uh as i already said the east asian countries usually in academic uh communities they are famous for the economic development and lots of uh researchers and 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 experts are interested in how these poor countries uh, can develop, can uh, achieve development during short period of time. Mm-hmm. So, which took uh, three hundred years in the Western countries, in East Asian countries, it took only three decades. Mm-hmm. And the other interest is uh, how how these uh, countries, for instance, Taiwan and, and and Korea, how these small countries can achieve a uh, uh, democratization because there is a authoritarian state and under the authoritarian state it is difficult to achieve democracy and therefore their focus is highly uh, concentrated on the economic development or democratization from the top and so and my interest is there is uh, other narratives and there is other stories uh, behind or beneath uh, this kind of thin uh, history of the the state mm-hmm. and uh, government actors, non-state actors. For instance, my focus is the the role of the social movement, especially labor and women's movement, in the process of democratization. Mm-hmm. How they interact with the strong uh, state and how they uh, contributed and made made the or making the the process of democratization.
0: Mm-hmm. So rather than like a top-down it's sort of democratization, but grassroots
1: sort of in yeah, yeah, the bottom that up, is, yeah, bottom mm-hmm. because uh, the de- the development process is uh, kind of mobilization of workers, mm-hmm. and also they also need kind of a uh, so low-paid job of women and uh, workers and women are the main target of the process of developmental uh, development process and the involvement of the workers and women's for the economic development, it is necessary. Mm-hmm. And then, so I think there was and there there still are kind of resistance and also there is kind of a new uh, possibility to open the new arena or new site of democracy. Mm-hmm. There is not just procedural democracy, there is also kind of uh, more participatory and more bottom of democracy.
0: Mm-hmm. And, So you're interviewing people and are you talking about social movements um, when I guess democracy was sort of uh, just blossoming in these countries or are you talking about people who are currently engaged in social movements and trying to strengthen democratic processes?
1: My study uh, begins right before the democratization Mm -hmm. and for instance, 1980 was the the beginning of my study, Mm -hmm. and so because uh, just 1980 and 1979, uh, the social movements in Taiwan and and in Korea was uh, severely repressed by the, uh, the government, the regimes, and so tens and tens of people killed or arrested, and hundreds of people were killed and massacred in those countries, and they reorganized. Their activities and but the, the organization and the process uh, how to democratize their own countries is the process was uh, a bit different just before the democratization how this movement reorganized and tried to uh, uh, democratize uh, the country and that ends with uh, that ends in 2000 in 2000 the democratic Progressive party, party in taiwan won the uh, election mm-hmm. and the uh, the former uh, more authoritarian uh, regime so uh, was uh, yeah lost their power mm-hmm. and in 2000 in Korea the social movements they targeted political parties and the regimes and then achieved new uh, kind of uh, success and the the beginning was similar but the end result was. Uh, Quite different uh, types of democracy and democratization, and so my focus is how these uh, two different uh, social movements interact with the regime mm-hmm. throughout the process of democracy democratic mm-hmm. transition. Yeah.
0: And you're interviewing people that were involved in this process um, in the two in Taiwan and South Korea.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: And so, are you? I do you go there to talk to them. or Are you talking to people on the
1: phone? Uh, so I try to go there, mm-hmm. and so. I I think now I can (laughs) because uh, of the funding. So yeah, yeah. So I tried, yeah, meet people and interviews, Mm -hmm. and the voice of the voiceless, and also yeah, it is important to take or to have their voices Mm -hmm. to be heard, and also. So I want meet uh, activists who were engaged in the democratization process or I also want to meet people newly uh, involved in the after the uh, post uh, transitional period mm. and there are so some kind of... Uh, categories or mm-hmm. uh, uh, with whom I intervene and, mm-hmm. yeah
0: I think it's it's obvious to me why you would want to talk to people who are engaged in the process as it was happening, but it's slightly less obvious why you want to talk to the people who are newly engaged. What kind of information do they give you up for your research?
1: I think there will be uh, differences uh, generation differences or mm. think uh, for instance uh, is yeah so definitely clear why I interviewed the people who were engaged in democratization movement. The post-transitional period is also important because it is the period of how to shape the, the form of democracy and so there is a new generation who are relatively less affected by the democratization process for instance uh, for our generation democracy is everything mm-hmm. so we need democracy instead of pure uh, liberal economic uh, growth. We need democracy, but uh, new generation think uh, so. Democracy is a part of our life, mm-hmm. and so it is not everything. Therefore, I think to have their voice and compare how they think and what the 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 differences between the between this, uh, the the pre-democratization process mm-hmm. and after the the post transitional generation, and so there are. I think that there is interesting differences, Mm -hmm. I hope.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think think you're right. That is interesting, though, the people that, I guess, grew up in a democratic uh, society and maybe take it for granted a little bit more, Mm. whereas if you're fighting for it, if you're Mm. totally engaged and active and trying to achieve that, it probably has a far greater significance for you. Are you interviewing people that you that you knew when you were engaged in the social movements? Is that uh, is that a way to sort of get connected with people? Um, I guess in Korea.
1: Yeah, at least in Korea. So mm-hmm. I know some uh, activists uh, in Taiwan mm-hmm. who are involved in anti-corruption movement. But my focus is not anti-corruption now. It's I'm focused on labor and women's movement. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I will interview people. Yeah, whom I know, mm-hmm. and so, but uh, there is a limit because uh, yeah, some uh, guys yeah whom I know they are, they left the social movements, or they are now in, in deeply involved in political parties, mm-hmm. or they are in elected officials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, there are still uh, people who are who still working on the ground. And but uh, but they, I think that is they are old, yeah. <laughs> relatively old, yeah. and I think uh, there is a new generation of social movement uh, in South Korea and also in Taiwan. They are not only uh, active in online or. In, in internet but also very active networks in, in, in offline and mm-hmm. i think uh, uh interviewing those and meeting those people are more interesting because mm-hmm. <laughs> the other people uh, i know what they think uh, i i think i think i know what they think but mm-hmm. uh, i want to uh, more focus on this new generation mm-hmm. and how they think uh the democracy and also for instance uh once I have seen a document uh, film regarding the Germany. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a, a comparison between generation before and after the reunification. Mm-hmm. And the new generation, uh, they even do not remember the there was kind of East uh, East Germany or, or former socialist uh, socialist countries. So mm-hmm. They even some. The elementary school students, they do not believe even. Oh,
0: <laughs> wow, the elementary yeah. school students didn't believe it.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, but uh, but uh, for instance, uh, yeah, 40s, yeah, 40s or 50s, uh, so they very vividly uh, so remember the period of, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the under the regime or under the so divided land, and so there are not only generational or social, there is cultural and political mm-hmm. divide. I do not expect such kind of distinct, uh, very clear uh, boundaries between uh, or gaps between between new and old generation. But there are uh, mm-hmm. gaps, and they uh, probably uh, do not uh, understand uh, the democracy in the same way.
0: What kind of um, what kind of issues? are the people that are now engaged in social movements in Korea and Taiwan what are their main focuses if they're not fighting to bring democracy to their country what are the kinds of things that are that they focus on if you, if you are socially if you are like a social activist now in those countries is it similar to maybe things that we see in the United States or Canada
1: there are many lots of organizations mm-hmm. and so some are Types the types like NGOs and mm-hmm. but uh, some are very uh, grassroots types. As you mentioned, there are so issue-specific movements like peace or demilitarization and environment. But uh, regarding democracy, so there is a wide consensus. I think how to reform the still uh, mm-hmm. still. Conservative and still authoritarian legacies of the the government in the state, and for instance, how to make uh, the process of decision making more transparent, Mm -hmm. and how uh, the government how to make a government more accountable for the the decisions they made, and and also for instance uh, in the case of South Korea, so the state. Has been so weakened since the democratization. So there is no longer so so strong and, and, and very authoritarian state. But there are very powerful corporations, and so these corporations were, were so nurtured uh, and also invented by the state. In, in the case of uh, South Korea, for instance, Samsung and or LG, these are huge corporations, and they even. They even more powerful than the state, and but there is still a connection between the state and these huge corporations, and so they still resist uh, to transform the democracy more in social economic or uh, so uh, ways, not just political procedural or uh, democracy, but more social democratic or more environment friendly, and this kind of direction is. Uh, consistently uh, resisted by these uh, kind of uh, huge corporations. And therefore, there are kind of uh, movements against uh, or to transform the the governance of corporations Mm -hmm. and to make this corporation more transparent and also delink the connections between them.
0: We're almost out of time, but I want to ask you a few more questions. And we'll get it all in yeah. there. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about your story, about how you got here. I think There was a 17-year break, then you went back and you finished your degree. Mm-hmm. And then you continued on with school. When did, how did you wind up here at, at University of Victoria?
1: I, at first, uh, stopped working in Korea so because I think it's uh, <laughs> not. <laughs> I want uh, somehow, I, I want to need the time to look back. And uh, there was no time to look uh, back and to reflect on myself and also in my future and i think uh, i can and i want to uh, transform this P L D experience so experience as as a social movement activist to in in academic form mm-hmm. and i know there are lots of uh, good uh, university in korea there are excellent professors and many students mm-hmm. are also excellent but i think uh, so you can learn there how to teach and how to study but uh, it is difficult very in relative hierarchical society to, to learn how to learn mm-hmm. and but i think uh canada is a yeah relative good uh, country to learn how to learn so i applied uh, also other universities but uh my grade uh in undergraduate yeah. <laughs> is terrible because of my <laughs> activities oh. <laughs> <laughs> and but the ubic uh, police department uh, they yeah, they think my past experience is very valuable asset mm. for for academic error. so development and they accepted me mm-hmm. and then so I did my MA here mm-hmm. and then so were you
0: studying the same similar thing yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i just at first uh, for my MA i just focused on how social movements in South Korea contributed to democratization, mm-hmm. and but uh, this time I want to expand not only the country, also the the the, the period, people, and after democratization, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, I yeah I met a uh, lots of uh, yeah excellent professors and also yeah mm-hmm. co seminarians. I learned a lot, and yeah. I now. I think I know how to learn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, we are all out of time now. I want to thank you so much for being my guest today. And best of luck with your research and congratulations on your award.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Thank you very much.
0: Again, thank you for listening to Beyond the Jargon on
1: CFUV.